tell me more, Rodney. The fans, the listeners have spoken. You guys said, Rodney, bring me that news. The news I can use. episode we're gonna get into a little bit more of that news that y'all been asking for this episode is for you of course pro bono but if you'd like to support go support the channel you know how to do it i'm on instagram at tell me more rodney one word donate subscribe give us five stars Let me say that again. Give me five stars. Whether it's Spotify, Apple, however you're listening to it. Support the show. And more importantly, share it with a friend. Alright? Let's get into this news. Let's see what's going on out here. Around the world. In real estate. Hello and welcome back and welcome to some of you if this is your first time joining the show, being a part of it. Welcome to Tell Me More Rodney, the podcast for the people, by the people, from a man of the people. And we're going to be talking about what's going on around the world in real estate. Uh, This has kind of been a new avenue for Tell Me More Rodney. A lot of people have, uh, you know, chimed in giving me some feedback and they said Rodney we like it when you talk about that news uh people share uh listeners uh share articles I meet so many people every day and I'm hearing stories and you know I'm always telling them hey you should come on the show and and share that with uh with with the listeners the people who um subscribe to tell me more Rodney and a few of them it takes a little time um and of course I'm very very selective but as I'm um, finding people to to bring to you and things to um, that I feel would be of value to you and things that will brighten up your day, um, there's news and there are things going on out here in the world that uh, I feel that is important. I feel like it's something for people who are working in real estate, whether you're working in real estate or not. I, I think uh, you, you may find uh, the news, uh, the, you know, some of the articles and things that I find uh, or that are sent to me. Very, very interesting. I do. I guess I'm kind of a geek that way. Um, but let's get into it. Um I received uh, an article um, and I got this. It's from uh, Inman News and it's talking about that nearly 90%, 92% of all U.S. homeowners now have a mortgage rate below 6%. One more time, 92% of all U.S. homeowners now have a mortgage rate below 6%. I am so interested to see how this how this impacts the future of real estate. Uh, me personally, I've been talking about this in prior episodes and I said, ladies and gentlemen, there's a change out here. And some of these changes, um, 
you're going to need to adjust to. Uh, those of us working in this industry um, will need to adjust uh, the scripts, the dialogue, some of the old talk that, that we do in real estate, some of the old literature, some of the old books, some of the old training programs. I'm telling you, it's time to reevaluate that stuff. Um, please be careful when you're looking at training and, and, and things like that, which is always good. Educating yourself. Rodney is a uh, big proponent and advocate for training and education. Um, that's that's one of the things that I think you can't get enough of uh, in almost any industry. I think it's important to not just for the customer's sake, but for your sake. Uh, the more you know, um, the, the more you grow. And I would also say this, that over my years, uh, umpteen years uh, practicing real estate as a real estate broker, I will tell you that um, the the success is is found in the, the education. Um, it, it really is. Success in real estate is found in education. Those that, you know, are constantly sharpening the saw, as they say, um, are often very, very successful. And that takes time. So please be patient with yourself and your career. But shifting gears back to the uh, the article here about 92 um, percent of all U.S. homeowners, you know, now having a mortgage rate below six percent. One of the highlights from that article, it's saying that this means approximately nine out of 10 homeowners with a mortgage are paying less than the current average mortgage rate of 6.71%. That is that is big. Uh, I mean, 9 out of 10 people with mortgages having currently a mortgage rate that is less than the, the average mortgage rate. Again, I talked about this on a previous episode, and I've been asking the questions to you guys what are we going to do? Um, what, are, what are our thoughts? Is this a problem? Is this a good thing? I think it's a good thing. I, want, I mean, I want people to uh, pay less uh, for their home uh, because that, you know, allows them to, you know, do other things out here in the world. I mean, we don't want to just, well, I won't say we, but I would always tell my customers and clients that I don't just want you to own a home and, and, and become like a prisoner in your home the where you have to just work so hard and the rest of your life and you're kind of like a prisoner in your home. You're not able to do other things. So I'm looking at, you know, where their payments are so that, okay, what else does this payment allow you to do? Does this allow you to travel? Does this allow you to do uh, some of those other fun things? And I think that's what we're seeing out here uh, in the world. I mean, they're talking about how hospitality and travel is up. Well, it's because people, you know, they're able to afford their home and their mortgage is not eating up all of their income. So people have some of that, uh, as they call it, residual uh, cash and money around and they're doing stuff with it. And hopefully they're living their life. Uh, I think uh, what we're going to see is a big uptake in uh, home improvement. I think remodels and, and things like that will probably see a boost as people are going to be making a decision to stay put. 
They're going to be like, well, I don't want to, you know, uh, leave this house. Uh, what do they say? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you with. Uh, and I think people are going to be loving on their homes. I think they're going to be upgrading their homes and and, and really enjoying that uh, that low mortgage rates uh, that they have, you know, currently, especially if it's below that six uh, percent mark, which, according to this article, uh, several of them have. Uh, one of the things that we used to say uh, in real estate, maybe people still do say it. It says, you know, you know, uh, marry the house, uh, but date the rate. You know, that used to be an old saying um, when we were talking about uh, people that were out there home shopping and doing some of those things. It's always like, hey, you know, we want you to marry the house, fall in love with the house, make that your, make that yours, but you know, put a ring on it. But date the rate with interest rates. Um, shop that. You know, don't don't get just. Oh, I have a fixed rate mortgage and I'm just going to stay here. No, if you have the ability to uh, refinance or, you know, that opportunity came to you, then then do that. Take advantage of that. You know, I had a seller once um, and I was doing a, a listing presentation. And for me, not all of my lists, I don't consider a win uh, with listing presentations as I got the listing. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we would like to get the listing and help the person, but I always considered a win or a great presentation is when I educated the 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 client, the customer, the seller. When I can teach you something and show you something that, you know, it's something you may not have thought of. I mean, I always kind of ask people, tell me why you are selling. That's like my number one thing. Tell me why you are leaving this situation. And people will share. Sometimes it's circumstances and things like that. But sometimes people will come in. They go, well, you know, this is um, I'm looking to downsize. And sometimes you have to ask the QBQ if you want to listen to an episode or tell me more. You can go back and listen to QBQ. Uh, sometimes you have to ask the question behind the question, because when I hear downsizing, I don't just think in terms of space. I think in terms of payment as well. And I go, okay, what, you know, what all are we downsizing? You know, and the customer was telling me as well, you know, this is too much house and everything like that. And well, as I prodded a little further, it it really came out that there was too much payment. It was, yes, the house was too big. They had too many bedrooms, but the payment was too high. So they were looking to downsize and find something more affordable. Okay. So um, there are ways to do that. And believe it or not, uh, for that seller, it was refinancing. Uh, it, they didn't need Rodney. They didn't need my services. Well, I won't say they didn't need me. Um, they needed someone who was going to help them. And the biggest thing that I could do for that customer was put them in touch with a, a great local um, loan officer who, who's in the market, who has underwriting and things like that in the market and, you know, years and years of experience and that, you know, the lender worked with that customer, refinanced their house, their payment dropped because guess what? They still love their house. It was big, but you can love your big house and it just worked out for them. But, um, and, and that was a win. I'm, I'm still happy for them. And, you know, uh, I, do get, you know, messages from, from the wife and the husband. And they're kind of just like, man, we're still here. And, and thank you so much. And I go, no problem. And they send me people, they refer people to me. Um, but I told them, I said, uh, 
I want to help you find a solution for your problem, okay? I know a lot of you guys have maybe heard that, uh, and people talk about that in training. What you're doing in real estate is you're helping people solve a problem. And in the moment you get into the, the mindset that I'm out here to solve problems, the more successful you're going to be, Okay. All right, let's get back into some more news. Uh, I promise not to uh, stray off so much. Um, There's a lot of relocating going on out here in the world. According to an article at RIS Media, um, they're talking about how Californians are jumping ship to Texas, uh, my home state. So let's get into this article. What they found that uh, 19% of the movers to Texas are from California. So that's a lot of relocating going on, especially coming from California. It says uh, most people moving from California to Texas are millennials, uh, which is good, the, the young and, I mean, Texas will, of course, take anyone. And I'm interested to see where people are going. I mean, because that's 19 percent, according to this article. Um, I'm interested to see, are you experiencing um, relo customers uh, in your state? Um, If so, uh, please let me know. Um, DM me at Tell Me More Rodney on Instagram or you can find me on Twitter. Uh, But I'm interested to to you know, figure, you know, I want to see more of what's going on. I just don't want to hear about Texas and California. I know that's big news. And that's one of the, the highlight uh, things that the, the people like to talk about uh, for political reasons sometimes. But, you know, I think it's beyond that. And let's look at some of the, the bullet points that this article brings out as to why. I mean, it's easy to look at the uh, the stuff that's being you know, spewed in the headlines, but let's look at the numbers. I think the numbers will tell you some things too. All right. So according to this article, it says, of course, income, uh, incomes are lower in Texas compared to California, uh, in Texas, uh, 90, about 97,000 versus, you know, 118,000. Uh, the median home prices are lower in Texas. People know that these are just facts. Uh, median home price in Texas, uh, 408,000 versus California, 689,000. So, so you look at those factors, um, you know, your cash is king and, and people can go further. Also, let's look at rent too. Um, rent at a medium, uh, 1400 um, a little bit over 1400 versus, you know, nearly 3000 uh, 2515 in California. Uh, and let's not even get into the size of the home. Uh, when you're looking at the homes in Texas, average about 2,178 square feet. Um, that's about uh, 300 square feet uh, more than, than in California. I mean, they're at about 18, 1,800, a little bit over that as far as uh, elbow room. So it's easy sometimes to get caught up into the, the politics of things. But I think the numbers, sometimes will tell a a different story um, as to what's really, really going on. So that's interesting. Uh, And and I want to thank someone for uh, sending me that uh, article as well. Hope you're listening. I appreciate that. That article was found at RIS Media, and and I really do appreciate the the articles that, that you sent. That was a good one. Okay, so moving on to another article uh, that was sent to me. Uh, This article can be found on MarketWatch. And of course, this is uh, talking about new home construction. And it says uh, U.S. housing starts surge as builders rev up single family home construction in May while housing shortage drags on. Um, 
I think this is, I think everybody can say, Rodney, that's a no brainer. Uh, yes, but it's also positive that we're seeing the home builders, uh, you know, ramp up starts. And for those that are maybe new to the industry, starts is when a builder makes the decision, they get their permits and everything in place, and they're looking at starting construction of a home. That's called a start. So some highlights from this article, it says that everyone in our industry knows that one of the most significant issues for the real estate market is the lack of inventory. Fortunately, new construction homes jumped 21% in May as builders attempt to meet the surge in demand for uh, buyers. Uh, For my ladies and gentlemen that work in in new home construction, um, that is wonderful news. That is something you want to um, definitely know and hopefully that brightens your day uh, while you're hearing that, uh, that the builders are, you know, moving forward and they're saying, hey, we're going to build more homes and and things like that. Now, I do know that that is also uh, dependent on lot availability and developers being able to do the things that they can do. But guess what? If the builders can build and start homes, that means the developers are trucking along just fine. So that's promising. We may start seeing new construct, um, new communities uh, being constructed. Constructed uh, coming soon, as you'll hear about, and everything like that. As you drive and you're out in your community, wherever you are in the world, you may see uh, a lot of uh, construction and land clearing going on, uh, and, and that's wonderful. And maybe um, even in some areas, you may see new phases where they're clearing out or they're just growing, um, you know, existing communities. So that's all good news. That's a positive sign uh, out here in the market to see those new starts uh, growing. So kudos to the builders and good luck to everyone uh, working in new home sales with those new starts and things like that. So, all right, let's shift gears to another article. And I'm actually very happy to see this getting more national news and picking up more traction. Uh, I believe when I talked about this on a prior episode, on a previous episode of Tell Me More Rodney, um, it wasn't really in the headlines and still you have to dig to, to hear about it. Um, but I had a listener in Florida send this to me and, and now, um, it's been picked up. Here's an, an, an article, uh, that was put out by CNN and they asked the question, why it's becoming harder and more expensive to get homeowners insurance. If you are a listener of Tell Me More Rodney, this is where I get to say, I told you guys to pay attention to what was going on with the insurance companies. That's why you came here to Tell Me More Rodney. All right, so let's get into this article. Uh, This was actually picked up by CNN, um, and it's talking about homeowners insurance uh, will be a significant factor uh, for home buyers and homeowners moving forward as it becomes increasingly expensive, okay? We're seeing policies and rates just go up. In the article, it talks about some of the reasons um, why um, it's becoming harder and more expensive for homeowners to get, um, you know, homeowners insurance. And one was the the cost to rebuild. I mean, we all know that you cannot build a house um, at yesterday's price. Uh, materials have, you know, stabilized, but to build that house again, you, you, to get those materials, it's going to cost more monies, and that's something that insurance companies have to uh, definitely uh, take into 
you know, uh, they have to account for uh, people in states uh, such as Florida. They have few options um, uh, when it comes to their insurance uh, premiums. And what I'm hearing, and according to this article, it says many are paying premiums that are nearly four times higher than paid anywhere else in the United States. Okay. Uh, Also keep in mind that obviously for Florida, hurricanes are a big risk. The Hurricane Ian, um, I don't know if you remember that, uh, Hurricane Ian, Ian, um, last year, uh, that was one of the most expensive storms to ever impact um, the the state of Florida. So you're you're looking at it. Uh, It also says that, uh, and I mentioned this on the episode, that companies such as State Farm and Allstate are no longer even writing policies uh, in certain states. In California, they're not even writing uh, policies there anymore because of the wildfires uh, that they're having out in California. So it's a lot of stuff going on. And people say, well, that's just that's Rodney. That just is impacting the, the the new people getting. No, 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 no. You have to renew your insurance policy. OK. And, and keep in mind, and even if as you renew, sometimes that rate goes on, uh, can, may go up, you know, in your area and stuff like that, thus increasing the payment that you're paying per month. So we need to keep our eyes on this and, and really, really look at this on a, on a national level. I hope it gets more traction. I hope more people are talking about that um, versus just talking about, you know, interest rates all day long and, and what uh, the, the Federal Reserve, uh, or, well, I just call them the banks, are, are talking about doing and things like that. While that's important, it's also important to, you know, look at the other things that impact real estate. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Yeah, you hear the music. Guess what you just did? Y'all just got through another episode of Tell Me More Rodney. I'm giving you time to give yourself a pat on the back because I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for evolving and growing this thing. Yo, we in season two. Can I brag for a moment? Eight countries. Season two. Tell Me More Rodney. Let's go. Thank you.